Good morning and welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. I'm glad to be with you. Of course, I've got my co-host joining me as well, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Todd. It's great. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, I was off uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. land and uh, luckily my travel plans have changed and I'm not heading back there tonight. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be here for the next week. So it. Uh, oh, that's. Yeah, I'm. I'm staying put for a while too. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I might be heading out the following week, but uh, at least I get a, a few days to to recover. But uh, had a pretty good week here, getting caught up and lots. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening in the podcasting space. So I think we've got uh, enough stuff to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you want to start off with? Well, the yeah. International Podcast Day? Or? Yeah, we can kind of talk about what happened over there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, both of us did a couple of, uh, well, I did one one hour and taught. It sounded like you did a couple of hours over there yesterday. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, did a closeout hour, which was kind of, you know, them, the uh, Steve and uh, um, Daniel J. Lewis and myself just kind of reminiscing on the on the event and but I did a full hour presentation at uh, 8 p.m. Pacific last night. Yeah. I just did a, did a conversation uh, with Francesco, the CEO of Spreaker and uh, uh, Rob's sister Nino and a fellow by the name of Ken Rakowski, who's a uh, very early, early, like he started doing online audio shows back in 95. Uh, so, so he's, he's all into radio though. And he's not a, Honestly, he's a he's been kind of passively in favor of the the name podcasting since it started. But there's no uh, there's nothing new about that. Uh, you know, Todd, you know, and most of the old timers know that when when that name was given to the medium, <laughs> there wasn't very very many people that were real happy about it at the time. <laughs> right. So uh, so if you talk to somebody back from that time frame. Um, that's typically what they'll tell you is uh, is that they weren't um, all that gung ho about the name from the beginning. They felt like they they were forced and inherited it, and uh, and I think you know we've just all you know you and I have just accepted the fact that the, that's just what it's called, and frankly that there's no other name you know that that's any better. That's so right. Just have to move on. And and it's kind of surprising people are still hung up on that. <laughs> well, I think it's it's very much looking into the past, right? It's, it's not a perspective of what's ahead of us necessarily, because I, I think it's so entrenched in the culture. It's in the dictionary. It's just not going anywhere. And I didn't want to make this show all about <laughs> the name podcast because right. I think we're past that, but, <laughs> but it's interesting because it came up on the stream and I thought it was a little bit, you know, it was kind of probably not appropriate to be talking about that on that stream. But, um, but anyway, it came up. <laughs> The, um, I was, uh, my session, I talked, well, the title of it basically, I redid, well, I reworked my podcast movement presentation and I, and I really wanted to make it educational where we talked about what podcasters are not doing to engage their audience, yeah. um, that they could be doing to engage, you know, yeah, they're always, you know, podcasters are always, I don't like getting no emails from my, you know, no one's. No one's contacting me and telling me what they think about my show. Well, you know, did you give out your email address during your podcast? And did you, you know, yeah. is it accessible on your website? Well, no, I don't want them to spam me. And, <laughs> you know, so, it's, you know, was that kind of a, yeah. not that basic, but, um, 
you know, I had 67 slides I went through in about 32 minutes. So it was bam, That's bam, bam. That's a lot bam, of slides. That's yeah, a lot it was, of slides for 30 minutes. Yeah, it was, but it was, you know, there were like percentages, you know, slides oh, with okay. the percentage on. There wasn't, yeah, not too much text. I'm, yeah. So uh, it worked. It, the only thing that was a little clunky is Steve had to, you know, I had to keep saying next slide, next slide, <laughs> which was the only thing that was a little clunky. But uh, they used that um, website FireTalk. And, you know, you and I had used that for one show while I was on travel. Yeah, that's so, right. So I was over there testing. I, you know, I basically was using my video rig here and going into my Mac Pro and... I, I, you know, I was, you know, get everything and I had one screen. It wasn't quite looking size right. So I was messing with that. And all of a sudden my, my stream shut down and I'm like, what's going on? And couldn't get it to start and says, you've exceeded your minutes for the day. And I'd only been on for 10 minutes. They made a policy change on the 28th that, uh, fire talk now, and they don't have a way to, I guess if you're a preferred partner, you get all the time you want, but if you're just some schmuck, you get 10 minutes and there's no way to buy up for more. So they have, uh, they've shut the fire hose down. They're not allowing people over there to, uh, go longer than 10 minutes. So you can't even get a, get a subscription to go longer. No, I couldn't find nothing. They, they, what I'm suspecting has happened over there is that when blab shut down, everyone looking for a new home and they went over there. And these guys probably got overwhelmed with the amount of traffic come in and they probably had to make a financial decision to, uh, to shut down the, you know, everyone that's coming there and using the service, but maybe they didn't have the commerce part ready. I was just kind of baffled if you're going to shut the pipe down for every, cause I don't, now I don't trust them. You know, now they're, yeah. I, you know, they, they did a you know, deal with the, podcast movement folks i mean not podcast movement the international podcast day folks but now i gotta find another alternative for us if we're going to use something maybe we'll only be audio only when i travel well, i just don't understand why they would just go go with a 10 minute model that doesn't uh, seem to make any sense to me um hmm. yeah, it's really kind of bad timing too, you, you can't even test it for 10 minutes you know ten, that's so i don't get it i i really don't so Anyway, that is what, uh, that's what's going on with Fire Talk. So if you had a, had a page over there and you weren't expecting to use it, to, you know, people are going to get caught with their pants down. People are going to be planning on doing shows. They're going to go over there and they're going to get like 10 minutes into it and it's going to be like, eh. and it's, huh. it's on their blog, but you have to dig for their blog. Their, you know, their site is, um, so I, I just, I was just surprised. It really, really was, but. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't bring it up during the during the event yesterday. I didn't really want to dog on them, but uh, a free game here today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it can be expensive streaming video. Yeah. So you know, I can't imagine that I'll, that there's shows on there that are that popular that's going to kill them. But it, it just depends on. They don't have a revenue model, well, which it sounds like they, they don't. They've got a bunch but, of big shows over there that are using the service, but they're not. I looked at their shows and they weren't restricted to 10 minutes. So they're giving preference to big shows and, you know, uh, yeah. that could be what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. 
they're trying to work out deals, but but it doesn't sound like they're they've offered a pathway for people no. to submit or request for to be part of the platform right. like that. Right. And it still so, doesn't have it still doesn't have the social engagement that uh, Blab did. You know, Blab did it. They something man. They tapped into something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think but, the FireTalk system doesn't really show you um, as visually how many people are actually um, on your your stream watching. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It's kind of on a tab. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see a number off to the right up in the upper corner says how many people but you have to go over and click on the tab yeah and it's it's not as useful um because before i used to just click on that you know each of the circle bubbles at the top and follow those people so you know you know that were actually joining um it was much more visual yeah it was hey you want to say hello to stormy rita um nancy all of you in the chat in the uh, Addy as well that are uh, um, on the live stream on Facebook. Thank you so much. I know we got some folks on YouTube as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's kind of what... Uh, so, you know, it, they did 30 hours, and, of course, uh, Steve and Dave looked pretty ragged at the end. That's just that's just a butt kicker, even if you got someone to come in and, and help you. Yeah. You that's a lot. That's a lot. That's why I don't that's do right. my... 24 hour podcast anymore it took me you know three days to recover you know and the and i had no one to to replace so you know i i got to worrying that i was going to stroke out here in the chair doing the doing the doing that show i'd love to do it again but i maybe have to find someone to like three or four partners do a six 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 but then i want to sit here and watch the whole thing so (laughs) exactly you're going to be stuck uh staying up as it is yeah you're uh perfectionist when it comes to making sure that it goes off well if it's if your name's on it right so well i guess uh spotify might be buying uh soundcloud but this is yeah i see you've been tampering those uh those expectations out there a little bit well it's a third try yeah and uh, they obviously want to buy it so you know maybe they'll get the job done this time you know i don't know but if the price is right you know i think that was the hold up last time. And now they've gotten so much investment, you know, their investors are going to want like a billion dollars. You know, look at how much cash that, uh, SoundCloud has raised. Yeah. You know, they're going to want a big check and I don't know how Solomon Spotify is either. You know, yeah. Do they it's have a tough business being in the music streaming service? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they're not flush with, uh, profits. So, you know, it's going to be a stretch for them to acquire somebody like that, that also, has some challenges, but, but I was thinking about, you know, what a combined company like that would mean for the podcasting space. I, I mean, if it were to happen, um, it has some interesting impacts, uh, potentially that I'm not sure that we've seen before. Well, given Spotify's record, uh, I'm not so sure that it means much at all, to be honest with you. Well, I think what it, what it means for me is is it it basically establishes the first kind of major company uh, besides Spotify, I mean, but besides SoundCloud, to be a huge distribution platform and a huge hosting platform combined um, into one one service. Um, yep, yeah, I mean, because if you look at Apple and you look at Google Play, 
all those guys are just aggregators and on the distribution side. Right. But a co- combination between those guys uh, creates a kind of a whole new impact on the market. Um, they're they're huge on the distribution side, and they're they would be significant on the hosting side if they continued it. Uh, well, then what's the point of buying SoundCloud? Just well, to buy their for, users for the music, for the music distribution. Well, that's true. I mean, I think that SoundCloud is certainly strong with their independent music. Yeah. Um, well, that's what ninety-five percent of their site is. Yeah, and that's that's what probably Spotify is a little short on, um, because they they have a lot of major music label deals. Yep. But the the up and coming artists may may show up on on SoundCloud first. Do you think uh, that uh, these you, you know here's some speculation? Do you think if they buy SoundCloud, do they keep the podcast portion of the site? Oh, definitely. I mean, but. Bo- bo- uh, both of those companies are moving forward with podcasting. I mean, well, you sure can't, you is, sure can't yeah. tell it. No, you can't. But you know, if you talk to them, like I know both of us are, but it's I'm not going to say anything more than that. But that's you know, it's uh, that they are doing stuff, and there's Slow. people out there getting distribution. Slow. It is slow. It doesn't. Yes. It doesn't doesn't really mean nothing for the average podcaster at this point you're right and, yeah. and not every podcaster is getting in right. currently so yeah. majority the, are not yeah 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 and i you know yeah i guess i have to be careful here but um <laughs> we'll see if they open it up they open it up good but you know i don't i i just uh well we'll see we'll see what happens they're not making a dent not even a dent in the percentage of podcast listens. So, yeah. And I think that there is a danger that if they don't have a, a, a more significant impact that their commitment to it may wane. So there is some danger there. No, you got to put people against the issue too. You just can't have a, you know, a tiny micro team, you know, Fighting the yeah. internal battles like you had to fight it like Microsoft. That's what that really is. They've got a small team and Yeah, I know what it's like to be uh be the only podcast guy on a music team. Yeah. Yeah. So, so and I know that these these teams, uh Google and Spotify are are bigger than just one guy. Right. <laughs> like I like I was at, at, at Microsoft, but um uh Yeah, I mean I think that they're they're trying to learn what the right thing to do is. Mm-hmm. The, the there's also turnover in people working um, in in those areas right. too at those companies. Yeah, people typically at those big bigger type companies move around a lot. You know, I know I was under a lot of pressure at Microsoft to to I was actually offered at one point to be in charge of international music for Xbox, um, and I was like, what? <laughs> Oh, they, they're, you know, move laterally within the company to get experience, right? <laughs> yeah, they want to have their their employees kind of have a diverse uh, background of, of experience. Uh, and in a management role, you have to kind of spread your wings around and, mm-hmm. and, and, and establish deeper relationships and also be uh, flexible enough in an in a ambiguous uh, work environment is the, is the term. So they... <laughs> 
they want to have have staff that is uh, like a uh, Swiss Army knife, right? Right. That can have skills. I mean, like I also worked on the Xbox and well, the Zune TV store for a while too. I kind of did that with the podcast area. So you kind of these guys at these companies um, tend to kind of move around, and that's that's recently happened at Spotify. So one of the the main people there left to go off and do something else. You know the so, challenge. The challenge with that is is that. As you well know, you almost have to be ingrained and it takes some time to learn the space and, you know, everything yeah. that goes with that. So, well, and the, 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 the fallout of that, um, is that you have very surface level, uh, experience and exposure to, to what you're doing. Right, and that's, right. that's exactly what you're saying there is. And that was my concern too. I, I, I told my manager at Microsoft, I go, you know, you've got to be kidding. I mean, you're going to put me in charge of, or you would want to put me in charge of international music. I, I say, well, I appreciate that. Yep. Um, but you know, it's probably not the best use of my uh, skill set at this point. And I'm not sure that I want my career to be around music from here on out. So, well, if, if they don't get it, SoundCloud bought this go round, I think SoundCloud's in trouble. I, I think they will be, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, they keep getting influx of money. That's the only thing that's keeping them going because they're, they burn in so much cash. Yeah. So, you know, I know they offered their premium service, which maybe will help them on the revenue side. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with it. It's, it's going to be interesting to watch. Well, SoundCloud is certainly making a dent on, I, I mean, I see a lot of uh, SoundCloud podcast feeds, a lot of, a lot of new ones um, showing up. I'm sure you're probably noticing the same thing yeah, I, I mean I, they're i see a few here and there they're they're still picking up new podcasters at a pretty pretty good clip so one uh, thing i found that was funny though and it's something that i saw that was related to that topic are you familiar with wix wix yeah it's a blogging yep. platform right yep so oh, i need to turn this on so i can show the audience so here you've got a, a blogging platform right you're trying to compete with WordPress. Yeah. And let's see, do I have the right? Uh, I got to load the page on a, another browser. Hang on, I'm going to show you this. So they, Wix launched a Wix podcast. Who, yeah, it's what, called Who, What, Mi- who, who, what Wix. Who, What, Wix. So you're, you've got That's a blogging platform. Let me show you. This is, this is hilarious. So you've got a blogging platform. It says, oh, listen now. But I scroll down the page. Yeah. And who are they using for their RSS feed in their player? SoundCloud. I just like, you've got to be kidding me. Colossal, oh, yeah. colossal mistake. If you're going to be, if you're going to be a blogging platform in this day and age, and you have to resort to use SoundCloud for your player and RSS That's feed. Easier. I mean, it's easier, Todd, and it's, I guess, no, SoundCloud's no, no. cool. You no, know? no, no, it's, they're a, bol- they're a content management system, Rob. I know. <laughs> Todd, not everybody's as talented as you are. No, doing no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, why? <laughs> if I was, there would be no way in God's green earth that I would ha- have ever allowed a podcast to start on my content management publishing platform that I didn't have 
uh, my own RSS feed and my own player. It's just like saying, uh, we don't support podcasting. That's what they're saying. Yeah, that's true. They, they figure why reinvent the wheel, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so a diversification of brand. Oh, let me go over to SoundCloud to listen to the Wix podcast. Yeah, well, yeah. Instead of staying on the Wix website and listening to the Wix podcast, I'm going to go to SoundCloud to listen to the Wix podcast. Makes no, no sense to me. Okay, at the bottom, they're linking to iTunes, Google Play. Oh, of course. SoundCloud, SoundCloud and, and Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Which they should, you know. Sure. But sure, sure. I would never, I not, not with my own company's platform, would I, I hope they're listening. You guys, are, you guys are, you're just telling podcasters we don't support podcasting. You have to go use another service to, to do podcasting. Yeah. Well, obviously, they don't really care. They don't care. So, okay, go ahead. And, and, and you know, if you're trying to make this help build your brand with by doing a podcast and trying to, you know, it doesn't to me make a lot of sense, but I'm not the guy running the show over there. I think it was a big marketing snafu. I just, I just, I just, my mouth dropped open. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Todd. Well, really, it'd be like, okay, Rob, it would be like you talking about Spreaker and then, and then using SoundCloud for your hosting platform. You know, that's, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. You know, come on. (laughs) Hey, it's, hey, Todd, it's podcast cruise time. So you're going to go on the cruise? Are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have time to go on a cruise. <laughs> yeah. No. No cruise for me. I don't Podcast need Podcast cruise 2017. I don't need to go part be part of a tribe or a mastermind or be a, you know, uh, hype, get the hype, 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 you know. I, I, Two full days of elite level training and masterminding. 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 Yeah, that immediately. There's a new one for you. When they hear, when they say the word mastermind, that means reach into your pocket and pull out a thousand dollar bill and hand it over. <laughs> That's what mastermind means. Give me your money. Yeah. Um, with well, that. I don't know. I mean, it says your podcast crew 2000 uh, has yet to be revealed or has yet to reveal the complete speaker lineup. They have, however, noted that the organizers, Jared Easley, is one of the co-founders of Podcast Movement, and Dan Frank. So somehow those two guys are involved in this. So this is no longer JLD's thing? Doesn't sound like it. Oh, that's interesting. it, It departs out of Fort Lauderdale, which is a fairly common departure location. Right. Um, I thought this was a, you know, on well, fire. Yeah, thing. I know that um, Cliff Ravenscraft and th- those guys have done these things before. Yeah, so well, I might have to re uh, reevaluate because Jared and Dan do pretty good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, both both Jared and Dan, are, I guess, are the organizers huh. of it. I I still don't like the word mastermind. I hate that word. Yeah. Well, it's it's just one little little word in one of their bullets. Yeah. It's not like it's a mastermind course. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, let's see what the cost is. 
conference plus interior stateroom is $1,100. You're right. It was a $1,000 bill. <laughs> but you are getting um, – Yeah, well – getting a cruise too yeah and, and a normal conference is going to run you five six hundred bucks is is the so, is in cruise included for a thousand bucks yeah it's eleven forty six oh, that's double, not, a, not a bad deal double, double occupancy yeah. uh two full conference days um participate in all keynote speeches panel discussions small group roundtables five night caribbean cruise all food and most non-alcoholic drinks are on board Un- unlimited internet access for two devices and an interior stateroom accommodations. But if you want to get, you know, like a balcony stateroom, that's $1,429. That's, that's actually five days for 1100 bucks. Yeah. And then it's 1199. It looks like for, uh, to ocean view stateroom accommodations. So it's actually, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad deal. No, I think it's. it's I never a good thought deal. any cruises are like typically fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks anyway. Huh. Well, that's that's pretty close to that. Yeah, so they must have gotten a good deal on it. Yeah, and they're they're just throwing the conference in. It lo- looks like that uh, they do have add-ons. I, I guess you can get a family balcony stateroom. You can get ocean family. That's probably so per guess- person too, isn't it? Yeah, so. It probably is. If you yeah. take your wife or your significant other, your girlfriend, boyfriend, it's yeah. yeah, so it's not bad. Hmm. Yeah. I mean it can support up to two people. For some I reason guess. I thought that was uh JLD's deal. Well, no, I think that those guys have done that before, but this, oh, okay. this, this one like is not. New. Okay. Wow, I was so, mistaken. That's why I guess I maybe didn't pay any attention to it. It's uh February tenth. Uh-huh. Is when it starts uh, as far as arriving in Fort Lauderdale, and um, ends on February sixteenth. Mm. So, right before Podfest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so two big events right there, back to back. Now I don't have time to go on a cruise. I don't have. I well, can't. it's the it's the now here this conference right now huh. is what you're talking about for midroll. No, or, no, or that's Podfest. Which Podfest? That's the one about? in uh, Orlando. Oh, Orlando, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I, yeah, I may be going down to that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And then I'm not going to proclaim though. One of the other team members has taken that event for us. Yeah, I haven't, haven't, haven't decided if I'm going to that. Um, but it, but it is back to back with um, yeah. two day separation. Yeah. So. It probably I would wind up doing both if I if I hit it down there for either of them, right? Because I could just stay and get get both conferences. But well, you know, I um, that's probably not a bad deal for you know. I think the maybe you know probably part of the reason they have announced the speakers is that it depends on how many people they get to register. If they're you know, I'm sure they're going to have to pay the speakers to attend. I, I don't I don't know if that's the deal. Maybe you have to sign up and maybe they pick the speakers from the people that uh I don't know how they're doing that. That's gotta be a interesting because if you're gonna do two days of intense stuff, you're probably gonna have to have four or five people be the trainers. Well, unless Jer and Dan are gonna do it. Yeah, I don't maybe, know. Maybe. One thing that we're um I actually gave uh, Mike Dell a 
uh, an assignment. He's uh, working on an agenda. We're going to do a full uh, podcast 101. You know, we've already got the podcast manual over at Blueberry. And, uh, but, you know, everyone, not, not, a, not a lot of people like to read. So we're going to uh, do a full podcast 101 series, um, a non-commercial, completely educational, uh, basically, uh, you know, from start to finish type of a, a series. Because what we're finding is we keep getting um, a large number of support tickets from people. They're saying, well, I've been told to do it this way. And, you know, there's there's good and bad advice out there. So I figured, well, let's let's nip some of this in the bud and have a have our own stack. I don't know how long it's going to take us to get it done. Probably a couple of months to get it all recorded. But um, mm-hmm. I just there's a lot of information out there now, and and some of it's good, some of it's bad, some of it costs money, and we're just going to do a full series and spend a lot of time on it and and make it so that uh, it's free and at least give a, you know, when someone comes to us and says, well, we were told by so-and-so and then I say, well, why don't you listen to this 10 minute segment, find out why maybe that wasn't such a good idea. So. So it would be a kind of a pre-produced thing y- that you're doing. Yeah. It'll be, a, you know, an educational series, okay. a podcast one-on-one educational series. So would it be video or audio? Yeah, or video. Yeah, video. Video. I and mean, make the segments short. You know, short and sweet. Ten minutes in and out. Because that's about I all. I saw that. Yeah, but, I saw that uh, Lipson celebrated International Podcast Day by doing their own online car- conference. Well, that's too bad yes. that they did their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Instead well. of participating with the uh, with the official group, but you know, that's. I guess they figured they could get more bang that way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what kind of attendance they had. It sounded like it, they went from like 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time yesterday to around 7, 7-ish. So it was an all-day thing. Right. Hmm. I know that uh, I saw when Dave Jackson did his thing, and he <laughs> that's kind of funny because Dave did a segment on uh, podcast movement as well. I uh, thought, geez, podcast movement uh, on International yeah, Podcast on the, Day. Yeah, on the live stream. Yeah, and he was in a hotel, so it must be he was in Pittsburgh for for their event. Yeah, they they probably did it in one place uh, and just set up some cameras and because yeah. you know uh, you look at um, some of the team members don't have good internet service, so. They had to come probably where there was good internet service so they could guarantee a good connection. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not always reliable. A few of the team members, you're right. Yeah. I think Elsie has, where she lives, she doesn't get good good service. Yeah. You know, she's been on this show before, and uh, and it seemed like she had pretty good internet connectivity for for that that yeah. time but i guess it's up and down for her yeah she has to tell the kids like stay off the internet or <laughs> yeah so anyway the um there was an announcement by iheart uh they partnered with ad age and they're going to do an industry podcast so they're going to create a podcast called tagline 
Twice a month podcast will focus on the advertising, marketing, communication industries with experts giving insight, look at their work. I heard radio will produce the show, which debuts in November on digital music platform and on the uh, ad age website. So it is, these guys are starting to try to uh, exert their influence, aren't they? Well, so is it, it's not necessarily a podcast about um, podcast advertising. I think it'll be everything. Everything yeah, advertising. On, just online advertising in general. Yeah. Especially if it's done with AdAge. Um, it's it's going to be a lot more um, general topic. Yep. So we'll see but, where, they, uh, where this leads. I'll probably subscribe to it and see what they have to say. Yeah, I don't know if we talked about this, but... Um, Starbucks is now podcasting. Yeah, that's you, that's brand new. I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. And they they're doing yeah, actually, a branded. I, go ahead. The the executive producer of that um that that series was in Seattle, and I I met up with her and and talked about the podcasting space, and and uh, she's it was with Howard Schultz, and they actually um, they may be doing more uh, mm. is what I gathered from my conversation. I had a beer or, you know, talking, talking about podcasting, you know, she's a producer from the East coast right? that flew out specifically to manage the, this, this series. It's only about 10 episodes. So I, I talked to her about that and she's going to try and get them to, to extend it, uh, and do more. Hmm. There was a podcasting conference down in Australia called Ozpod. And uh happened just, uh, I think it was going on during, well, it was on the 30th, so um, that would have been Thursday, our time. And uh, they uh, released some information out of Australia from some survey results. They had 1,100 folks respond to a ABC audience insight survey, and I guess that's ABC Australia. Um, and I'm not familiar with, how their networks work down there. I definitely not. I don't think it's affiliated with the ABC network here in the United States, but um, their research says, at least down in Australia, on average podcast audience listen to 5.5 podcasts per week. Um, an average of 80% of podcast audiences listen to the whole way through. Evening is the most common time to listen to podcasts with 47% of podcasters listen in the last week, listen in the evening. That's interesting. Huh. I wouldn't think that. Me neither. 44% listen in the afternoons. Smartphone mm -hmm. is the preferred device to listen to podcasters. One in two respondents writing to 70% among 14 to 34-year-olds. The majority of respondents have been listening to podcasts more than three years. Home is where the place where podcasting happens the most with 76% of respondents listening there within the past month. That's a little different. Trailing that news. Is. Trialing new podcasts occurs regularly with one in three listening to a new podcast in the past week. That's huge. And one in two respondents indicated they discovered new podcasts via word of mouth recommendations. No surprise there. Nope. Um, what else? Those are interesting um, numbers. Uh, you know, I know that there, there's been a lot of talk in the radio, radio side that um, people have have fewer AM FM radios in the home here in the U S right. Um, but I'm not sure that those are being replaced by, uh, 
internet radios um, at a very high clip here in the U.S. Um, that's an interesting trend down there. So people are using their their iPhones or whatever probably to connect to Bluetooth devices is my guess. Right. One thing that I have um, don't see in this, and this is something that I, I talked about uh, yesterday in International Podcast Day, down in Australia, um, they have what I would classify as the world's largest uh, LGBTQ um, podcast network. Uh, Joy FM um, is a, a terrestrial radio network in Australia, and their programming is completely LGBTQ, and they have over 100 shows um, specifically in that particular uh, uh, genre of, of content. And I don't see that they were included at all, and they've been They've been podcasting a long time uh, down there. And I, I don't think a lot of people even know that. Um, maybe people in Australia do. But uh, they've got a huge reach. Interesting. Rob, you're yeah. going to have to cover for me for a second. I got a, I got a window I got to close. The wind's blowing hard. Sorry. Okay. Let me switch to you. Okay. Yeah. Um, on some other news, and I'm sure Todd will come back and comment on this too. Um, I guess there... There's a conference in support of uh, World of Warcraft called uh, World of Podcasts. I guess it takes place at uh, BlitzCon, uh, and this is uh, happening, I guess it's the fourth annual event. Uh, it's called the World of Podcasts event. It takes place in Anaheim at the Anaheim Hilton, which is kind of ironic because there's two events uh, that, that are happening in Anaheim around podcasting. Podcasting is – or or Anaheim is becoming a little bit of a conference mecca for podcasting. Um, there, there's the Now Hear This event that's being put on by by Midroll that's happening here in November. and But this this uh, world of podcasts off of the BlitzCon con event is uh, actually November 4th and 5th. Um, but, 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 but I guess the the world of podcasting event actually takes place on November 3rd. So it looks like it's an event just prior to the BlitzCon con event that's happening. What day was the mid-roll event? What's that going, when's that going down? Uh, the mid-roll event is, I can look that up here really quick here. Let me do that. And because yeah, I got a, got a invitation to go down to that. Um, yeah, I did too, but I think I've got a, week. I think I've got a conflict sadly yeah i think i do too so and i would have liked i would have liked to have gone it's going to be a lot of huge podcasts at that event yeah uh, i think it's the I week i believe of it is let me pull up my calendar here um it is october 26th and 28th so it's the end of next of this month oh let me look at the calendar i m actually might hmm i might be able to go uh, I'm to double check. I thought it was November, so maybe I, maybe I am good. I think I got. Wouldn't he want his RSVP by next week or something? Didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Rob. Yeah. yeah. So I might, I might be able to squeeze that in. I give that. I have to give that some more consideration. So it's in Anaheim. You can. Tickets are a little expensive, but, so it. It looks like it's going to have, I guess, Mark Marin and 
And let's see, I'm looking up some of the shows that are in here. There was a comment in the chat room. Rick's voice says, so you have to be trained to officially be called a podcaster. No, no, not at all. But what you have, Rick, is you have non-technical hue. I mean, 90% of the people in the podcast space today are absolutely non-technical. And they require an an immense amount of hand-holding to get up and get running. Um, So a a lot of them are paying for podcasting courses um, that have been... You know, some of them are good, some of them aren't so good. And some of them put out, you know, information that is, for a better word, um, um, agenda. It's it's agenda. It's agendaized. <laughs> yeah, or ill-advised. Or ill-advised, yeah. So, um, no, you don't, there, you don't have to take a class to be a podcaster, but uh, a huge number of folks are. It's just, it's, in, it's a cottage industry with... Uh, um, you know, everyone having launch strategies and, you know, I, much of it that those launch strategies are also ill-advised. I, you know, someone said, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to launch my podcast yet. I've got 18 episodes recorded and, and, you know, I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Eight, only 18 episodes. Only so. 18 episodes recorded. Yeah. So. <clears throat> And it's been how long since you put a, put anything out? <laughs> or actually, yeah. I had put nothing out yet. So <laughs> Yeah, that's, a, that's what I mean. Have you actually launched it, or you just like recording and are so scared to put them out because you don't know how good it is? Yeah. But, Which uh, is a common, common thing that, that happens out there. Right. People are like, I don't know if it's good enough. I keep trying, and it gets better. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's... Yeah. Uh, you know that's that's the thing. There's nothing been hijacked. It's just people are, they are they just are too timid. Some many you know, some just go and get up and go. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of timid people out there that are, you know, and they're getting fed to this you know launch advice. You know, trying to get into new and noteworthy and all these things that are really quite pointless, except for an ego standpoint. Um, yeah. and that's what really new and noteworthy it's all about is is ego it really does add no listener value to your show yeah or very little very little unless you become like super featured then that's got some value you know if you if you're a featured show that'll give you a bump but if you're just new and noteworthy yeah yeah you know what's really really interesting i i'm looking at the here the the now hear this uh website it's at uh now hear this mm-hmm. if you go there um, they're actually doing 30, uh, 30 live podcast recordings in three days. Um, they're kind of open for people to attend physically. And on one day on Saturday, October 29th, mm-hmm. they, they, they're actually, um, doing most of the shows. I, let me see. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 22 shows that they're they're doing live all in mm. one day. So they must be doing it in a, you know a lot of conference rooms right at the Anaheim hotel. So there's 22 rooms <laughs> that they're going to cycle through in one day. Rick for said, shows. 
Rick says, I hear that, Todd. I think there are too many experts taking people's money on the promise that they'll be podcasters. Oh, there's been a lot of that going on for a long time. And then uh, Matt says, School of Podcasting, a good show to listen to different topics and such. But also remember, School of Podcasting is also a Libsyn employee. So there's, you know, you have to read. And I'm not saying that Dave is, you know, Dave does a nice job, but I'm a Blueberry employee. So <laughs> Rob's a speaker employee. So uh, we all have agendas. <laughs> well, Dave, I think, is... is um, masterful at uh balancing his community yeah. expectations yeah. with his employment yeah uh, expectations we so he have, does a good job with that we all have to be careful of it yeah um but it it looks like that this now here this event is uh being held at at, at a marriott so i'm looking at a picture of it and i don't know that we know where podcast movement's going to be is it have you heard is it the hilton marriott i i don't know yeah but this certainly looks like a nice, nice place. You know, and, and going back to what we we're just talking about, Rob. Every um, doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> you know, there's uh, people always have agendas <laughs> in the podcasting space. You know, and when it's when you're talking money, there's always there's always obscure agendas, right? <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Hey, I I've been. Um, talking with the folks from the NAB. Oh. Uh, I know that Rob Rob Walsh and I uh, have been talking to the folks at, at the National Association of Broadcasters Conference, their NAB show that they do every year in Vegas. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was down there last year, and so was Rob, and, and I did three, three podcasting panels down at the NAB event last year. Um, and then uh, this year, um, I, I keep hearing from the fellow that's organizing it down there that there's going to be a complete podcasting track um, that's going to be kind of an offshoot of the of the radio conference huh. that usually happens as part of the NAB event. Uh, so we should hear about this probably in the next uh, couple weeks, um, wh wh whether or not they're going to have a podcasting track. They've just opened up submissions for... For t for topics for sessions too, yeah. But I'm we're I mean I'm talking specifically the to, to the guy that's actually organizing it and actually doing the NAB podcast. Uh huh. Um, so he's the one that's kind of um, being that voice of reason with those folks. Yep. To actually get that uh, going, I mean, there certainly was a, a lot of people from the radio side that attended the uh, panel. That I did last year with our, our Rob McCracken and our, our Rob Walsh, so um, so hopefully at least we, we can get like maybe a half day or something like that of uh, a particular track, so we can have multi multiple sessions uh, on various topics: podcast monetization, maybe um, how to market your podcast, how to transition your radio station uh, into doing more podcasting, and Thank those you. those kind of things. I mean. Uh, we tried to cover all that in one like 45 minute session and right. it's probably not the kind of depth that you can get into to cover all that stuff. Are they, um, are they considering having a dedicated area? Did that I don't know about that. Up? I'm not sure about that. I think that th that would be, that may be a separate conversation with the NAB folks cause that th then that's the exhibition side. Um, 
I don't have any contacts o- over there, um, but but it's actually probably a good question. I can post that or I can uh, make that ask of Josh just to see if there's any, you know, any because kind of there's a- really aggregation that can happen. Yeah, there's been no place to anchor, you know, a bunch of companies together because you know it's it just doesn't make any sense to go there and be a lone ranger. Um, if what? they if they had a dedicated area for us. Where we, you know, even if it was just kiosk, where four or five of us could come in. Um, well, if yeah, I mean, if we we could be clustered kind of close to where all the all all the microphones are, and maybe mixers and but the, uh, it, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. if they put us in the audio section, but you know, it's yeah, unless they, it'd be nice if they made us a, a tiny pavilion, and you know, I I don't know, it's something maybe we can bring up to them again. You know, I'd pursue yeah. go, uh, pursue going if they had something where I knew, like if I knew you guys and Libsyn and I knew three or four other companies were going to be there, we'd go. But if you're just a lone ranger, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of tough. Yeah. yeah you know, you got to give people a destination to go to, to talk to multiple companies at once. Well, and that's such a massive event too. I know it's, it's you know, huge. When we both did that uh, with the new media expo, it was, it was a pain in the ass. I mean, it was really a, difficult exhibition <laughs> yeah any of those big shows are are like that and that's you know one of the reasons why i'm not doing live at ces this year it's just the logistics are are, are incredible yeah they're very 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 demanding yeah so inexpensive well yeah it's you know it's it's you know just for the booth alone it's five six thousand dollars by the time you get down with just the internet and everything else oh yeah at least yeah yeah um dc podfest is coming up too yeah i went to that last year yeah i yeah. guess that that's coming up november 4th and 5th i've been talking to those folks too but. so the event last year i think there was about 100 people at the event um one day it was a one-day shot of uh sessions and they used the people from the dc area to you know fill the sessions so it wasn't bad uh good networking opportunity if you're in the dc area if you're a podcaster if you can drive and, and support it it'd probably be uh well worth attending they had a nice venue too hey uh todd have you do you have any interest in uh and i know that uh I don't know that any podcasting companies have actually participated in the social media marketing world event. <laughs> you want to talk expensive? I know. No, totally. That <clears throat> event is insane. Yeah, it, that one's uh, March 22nd through the 24th next year <sighs> down in San Diego. It's yeah. uh, probably 20 grand minimum, 20 or $25,000 to participate in that event. They don't Crazy. have they don't have exhibitors. Oh, they don't. No, in the past they've had like um, you're actually to to be able to attend as a company and have a table, you have to almost be a sponsor. So, you know, it was, I mean, it was insane how much they were charging for. Um, no, we we won't be going. Yeah, I guess it's like nine hundred dollars to get a ticket. Yeah, nine hundred to eleven hundred bucks or something like that, right? For yeah. and so it's expensive for attendees as well. It's a well attended event. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and but, there's there's a 
significant number of uh, podcasters that get involved in that event yeah, too. I know, yeah. and I know that they've held uh, podcasting sessions in the past. Yeah, there. I don't know if they're still doing that much of that. It's uh, twenty. Uh, you know, it's just you, you, you know you probably get your money's worth out of it, but you know, for twenty or twenty-five thousand dollars, I can go to almost three events for that much money. You know, so. Um, well, there must be a lot of money flowing around those online marketing. Folks. It's got to be. Todd, I think we're in the wrong business. We're definitely in the wrong business. Well, it's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, social media is huge, so. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, not surprising, and it's no. interesting. They hold that event. It's, is it same time as NAB or butting right up against NAB? It is. Uh, well, it's March. 22nd through the 24th, the social media marketing world. So I, I don't too, think it's butting no. up against anybody. No, it isn't. It used to. So this year it's uh, April 22 to 27 is NAB. Yeah. So it would be right. Uh, yeah. The NAB is April 22 to 27. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So the exhibits this year are 24 to 27, which is weird because it's going to it close on a Saturday. That's the same thing with CES this year. The CES dates are really odd. And it's because of the, it's because of the calendar shift. Um, the CES 2017 is, let me see if I can bring up the dates. I booked my airline tickets. It's January 5th to the 8th. So if you look at the calendar, January 5th, I think, is a, a Thursday. Uh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is the CES show this year. So, you know, Friday, Saturday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's just, it's just odd. Yeah. You know. But, uh. Well, I, so you want to talk about, uh, s something else new that's going on? Oh, well, yeah. We can, we can in, talk, in home listening to yeah, podcasts? We, we can talk about this new device being announced tomorrow or, yeah. or Monday. Or maybe I, yeah, being announced. It's, yeah, it's the it's the new Google Home device. It's being described as an Amazon Echo killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna Google's gonna take down the Amazon Echo. Oh, they, take them down and then punch them in the head. Amazon's got a head start. We'll see. Yeah. So when is a device like this coming from uh, Apple? Oh, uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. I'm surprised there isn't one already. Yeah. But it's speculated it's being announced. That it's not 100% that it is. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, it's... it's People are, are expecting it to be announced. It's basically, you know, doing, doing taking that voice activation technology that, you know, that people are using on Android and creating little devices and creating a little platform that can integrate into all sorts of stuff. But I also did see that um, Google was black, was blocking the, the ability for the Amazon echo and Alexa platform to be integrated in with their, uh, their other, other devices or something like that. Mm. There's some competitive thing going on there. Well, it's, it's, uh, you know, these companies have figured out a little bit too late that, uh, Alexa has become, uh, pretty popular device oh yeah so i definitely I, I don't know uh it'll be curious to see i'm gonna buy one if it's available then we'll i do a ab comparison see how it works 
Yeah, it says uh, Amazon hasn't released official sales numbers for the Echo yet, but analysts peg the number of Echoes sold north of three million, and uh, that Amazon has plans to sell as many ten million Echo devices this coming year. <clears throat> so, with Google's reach and Google's power, what what do you think their potential market is? Will they outsell Amazon? I think it's uh, it's possible. It just depends on wh- whether or not the the audio capabilities um, of the the Google device are as good. I I have a hard time thinking that they they would be as good because um, the Echo is connected to a huge online store. Well, if you if so you if you I, look at the Echo, it's tied to Prime, and with Prime, right. you get. You know, if you have a Fire Stick and you have Amazon Echo, you've got it covered. You've got movies, you've got audio, you've got uh, you know, it's it's tied into a huge ecosystem already. So what and, are, what are we going to do? You can order toilet paper too. Right, right. So <laughs> so the question then is, you know, if if Google releases a box, it's going to be tied to what Google Play. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I guess so, that's it, right? Who uses Google Play? Yeah. Not that many people yet, right? Right. It's not, you know, I'm I'm on Amazon. I'm on, you know, I'm looking at uh, movies and stuff, you know, almost every day. I'm not doing that with Google Play. So, I guess we'll see. But it will tie so, to the Android device, so that will be an advantage. Yeah, so probably um, Alexa is going to struggle on e- e- any kind of Android device, I'm sure. Um, there's probably not, they're going to build in some way to, to limit its functionality or something. Right. Uh, but, uh, but I did uh, hear a little bird rumor that Google may be actually eventually putting out their reporting APIs. Oh. So it's coming. It's coming. Oh, that's a good rumor. I hadn't heard that one. Well, they've been talking about it for a long time. It isn't like it's been right, something right. Just, been we've been top, waiting. top, top secret. But we thought uh, that, you know, they said they were going to do it. Then, we, you know, really we haven't heard too much. And I just wondered if they thought, well, maybe we won't do this. I don't know. Um, but they, if, they, if they do, they keep saying that it's coming. Okay. <clears throat> it's coming soon. I just, maybe that they're, they're just kicking my can down the road. Yeah, I, I am hoping that they do because uh, that'll get them into the ecosystem and we'll be able to really tell what, you know, because their system is just kind of jacked. Their their stat system is not that impressive. Yeah. It doesn't give you a lot of information. But if we pull that information out and put it in a stack, it'll be, it'll be awesome. Well, it depends on what they're going to give you in that API too. Yeah. Um, it may not be that complete. Oh, well, um, if we can just get play data, that'll be, that'll be, you know, that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the the Google Home product is powered by by what's called Google. Uh, it's called Google Assistant. Hmm. I hadn't heard that name before. I always just called it the uh, Google Audio um, uh, kind of platform. I didn't really have a name to call it. Right. Um, but I guess it's called Google Assistant. It's a smart, personalized assistant in the cloud that can respond to questions and commands, making use of 
the data Google has about its users. Right? <laughs> um, Big and then brother. Google Home also integrates with uh, Google Cast, uh, the same technology that powers Google's popular Chromecast streaming adapter. So they're making a connection between the right. Chromecast store. I don't see them saying anything specific about Google Play. Well, Chromecast ties, I think it ties back to Google Play too. Does it? I'm yeah, I've got curious. one. I haven't used it in a while. I'm going to have to go, because it, it was slim pickings. There wasn't a lot on the Chromecast. I'm going to have to go and look. I'm, of course, you know, they're announcing their own operating system too, Android Media. Yeah. So, you know, they're going to have their own operating system, which is just basically um, Google Chrome is what it is. It's an operating yeah. system surrounding a browser. So we will, I guess we're just going to have to see what. Uh, uh, yeah. So it does say here also that um, that uh, the audio capability uh, in, in the Google Home will include access to streaming apps uh, like Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, NPR One, SoundCloud, and more. Mm. So I'm not sure what the more is, but still didn't say anything about Google Play. Well, we'll see how it ties in because I can't imagine that it wouldn't. I can't imagine either. That would make that that would make no sense to me. Right. But Spotify, TuneIn, uh, both of those guys are have some podcasts. Whether or not those podcasts are actually being made available to Google Home is another question well tune in is what's powering currently alexa's or amazon yeah. echoes podcast play platform yep so you know it's you'd say this you know that for those of you that don't know the keywords to say to alexa what you tell alexa is alexa play the latest edition of and then use the show name and generally if you're in tune in that latest episode will play in alexa so it's good. Uh, it's it's more just more places to get content. I I, I think the distribution thing is is yeah. is good. I like being the source of the distribution. So that's you know that's yeah. So it's well, a, it's a win win, and it's a <clears throat> it's kind of a battle for the bedroom and the kitchen, right? Yeah, and the family room. Um, I guess Amazon struck a deal with Sonos to leverage the the Echo for or or actually, actually it's probably incorrect. It should be Alexa for voice control um, in their Sonos speaker system. So, but you can't do the you can't talk to the Sonos speaker system. It's still tied to the the uh, the basically to the to, okay. the to the dot or the Alexa or to the full size one. So it must work through the the echo to to control the playback through yeah, the Sonos. Yeah, I, mean, I have Sonos and I have a. I'll have to look, but the speakers aren't capable of listening. So I'll, I'll go. I'll go Not back yet. and test. Uh, yeah, maybe new sales when you can't put a microphone. Well, I guess you could, but I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I'll have to go. I'll do some testing here. But you know, a Apple's selling Sonos now on. In the Apple stores too, because of the uh, Bluetooth capability, and you know that that's a integration part. So you know, I, I really do like the Sonos speakers. They're very expensive, 
Um, and to have the full infrastructure, you know, you got to have the little base unit that ties into your network. And um, we, you know, we've had, I've had Sonos here for two or three years. Yeah. So it says here that uh, leaks have suggested that Google will sell this Google Home device for $130, mm. which is $50 less than the, the full Amazon Echo. Yeah, if you have a speaker in your bedroom or anything, you just buy the dot. You buy the little one. You don't need the full the full big base unit. We've got the full unit in the living room and then a, a small one in the bedroom. And I travel with the portable one. They've got a battery-powered one. I take that with me on any travel I go to. Yeah. So are you planning on going to any uh, RAIN Summit conferences anytime uh, soon? I haven't been invited in nine... Probably we'll go to the NEB one, but I... Yeah, I, yeah. That's the one I was planning on go, going to, too, is the one that's just, just before NEB. Yeah, I, you know, I I don't think I'll go to, you know, any of the other ones at this point. So, yeah. Haven't been invited to speak. Of course, I haven't sponsored either, so... <laughs> Are you implying something, Todd? No, nope, 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 not at all, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nope, not implying anything. <laughs> um, then there's the Worldwide Radio Summit. Are you uh, in, engaged with that next year? I haven't been asked to speak yet, so you know if they ask yeah. me to speak, I'll go. I probably will not attend if if not asked to speak. Um, yeah. The networking at that event was uh, good. Old boys were hanging out with their friends. <laughs> It's 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 old old school radio. Yeah, yeah, and uh, very hard to break into that group was from a networking standpoint. Yeah. So you know, podcasting is just not that well respected. No, they don't. They're they were out. You know, this the this the room. You know, had five hundred people in it when they were talking radio topics, and then when a uh, podcasting topic came in, there was a hundred people. You know, four hundred people went out and had uh, cocktails. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. So, um, and it's a real LA West Coast. Set. Well, there was people from really. I, I met someone from Guam. I knew so the, people come from all over for that event. So it's it's well attended by you know. Oh yeah. By radio, but it's definitely radio centric. Yeah, which radio still a powerful business out there? Yeah, that's <clears throat> not changing very fast. Rob, if I go to all these conferences, there'll be no time to actually work. <laughs> you don't really want to work, Todd. Yeah, absolutely. There's two, you know, you know how it is. You you lose a week when you go to any of these events. It's just yeah. you, you get sucked in. That's true. Yeah, I'd say that my my calendar for 2017 is a lot lighter on conferences than it was last year. Hmm. It's huh? just. Uh, there was just a flurry. It was like the 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 Nielsen conference, the Dash conference went on last year. Those are in the the New Media Expo. Those are all dead. So, oh, those two conferences are dead. The Dash conference is dead. Yeah. Wow. It's not, not going to happen again. That's telling, isn't it? Uh, no. I yeah. I talked to the the Jacobs brothers about it, um, and they told me that 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 whole thing has kind of run its course. Hmm. Um, that the, the in-car dash, you know, stuff is, 
is happening. It's rolling out the the whole kind of kind of kind of uniqueness of it, uh, and something that's new is kind of disappearing. So and then Nielsen Nielsen's not doing anything. I think that they probably are still going to have their their partner conference, but uh, there's probably not a lot of need for them to have a big podcasting panel again. They are still trying to come up with some sort of API that they can implement. They they're not having a lot of luck, are they? I don't know. I haven't uh, you know I haven't really talked to Rob uh, from Nielsen about the the API I, 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 or the SDK. Sorry, um, but I. I know that they're planning on doing a big rollout in 2017 of this thing. Hmm. I'm just not sure. I think they're they're really l- looking to work at the client end, not at the server end, and uh, that may be a hard road for them to to go down. Well, they haven't reached out to us, that's for sure. So, yeah. I think that's what they're, they're going to want to do is is embed their little hooks into a bunch of you know, embeddable web players and apps. Well, they're probably going to have to roll their own then if they really want to do that. They're going to have to roll their own players unless they start talking to people because they haven't. It's the same old story with them. Yeah. And it's going to be hard because of Apple. It's, it's Oh, just, yeah. Well, they're they're going to be missing 60 70% of the data. So the real question is, is Apple ever going to loosen up? No. <laughs> and I, I had some hope with this Podcast Connects plat, uh, website that they would, you know, that they would, that they would uh, start, you know, making available some information there. But, uh, you know, maybe. I'm still hopeful they might. But it, I think it'll, I don't think it'll be, I think you'll have to log in to see it. I don't think they're going to. It'd be interesting. I don't know. So I was thinking about this, you know, this is to take us back a little bit to the uh, SoundCloud and Spotify question. Um, Let's say those two do combine and they do. Do you think that that would uh, create a platform that would be something that would inspire uh, another big company to change its strategy? Mm. I don't know. Think Apple, think Google. Maybe Google. I don't know if Apple needs to change at all. Yeah. Probably Google would be the one that I could think of. But, you know, they've, you know, as far as I'm concerned, they've implemented podcasting correctly. It's not, and there's no separate app yet, which I think would be awesome, included at the OEM level. That's how they really get in the play. They, you know, Google, yeah. if Google wants to make an impact, that's what they do. They build their own podcasting app and they force it on the OEMs. They make it a default load with Android. Well, that's what that's what Microsoft did, and that's what Apple's done. Yeah. So you know, if, if, if build a default app. Yeah. Um, if they do that, that's a yeah, that's a game changer. But and make it easy so that there's you know follow some sort of uh, you know give uh, give a certain give a easy subscribe option too, like we built for the other Android apps with one click. You got to be able to make it easy for the listener to be able to subscribe. So if Google did that, I I think they would see an enormous, I think we would all see an enormous impact to, uh, you know, Android podcast listeners. 
I mean, because if you think about it, but both Spotify and Google are hosting all these shows. That's true. So it's you know if it's kind of a leading question, um, but if they if Spotify acquires or if, yeah if Spotify acquires SoundCloud, then they're in the hosting business. Yes, they are. Uh, in a in a more public way, yeah. Not, not you know kind of caching episodes. Well, they're already caching music and stuff, so it's you know it's not nothing yeah. that they're not already doing. So it just makes me wonder if 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 that deal happens that that that, that could force the hand with Google to say, well, we need to do the same thing. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if Google would ever be a publishing platform. They've never done that in the past. Mm. Have they? I don't think because there's been a medium like podcasting either that is a good good analogy for that. Right. Well, you know, they do. The, you know, obviously, YouTube is, you know, the biggest you know media yeah. platform in the planet. Yeah, that's true. So, so maybe there there is some connection there. Yeah, potentially it could be. But then yeah. again, you know, so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You know, Google has stepped away from RSS, so. What does that mean? They've stepped away. Well, is they just from Google Reader. Is that what you're? Well, basing they that they're on? not a big they they're not a big they're not big into RSS. You know, you know what have they done with the feed, feed burner? And they've let yeah. it go into a wasteland. You know, and anything you know they got rid of Reader, so you know they're they've divested of RSS a lot, so. If they were going to go and be in the hosting business, they, you know, that would have, they'd have to rekindle, you know, they can't have a, be in the hosting business without RSS feeds. Yeah. So, well, you know, they taught the future of this is APIs. You know? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yet uh, during a, a conference that uh, Rob Walsh was at last week, uh, I I didn't hear a thing about that. What did you hear? Uh, basically, they said that they uh, fully support RSS. Art nineteen said they fully support RSS and then don't oh, see yeah. it going away anytime soon. <laughs> Boy, that's that's a brain surprise. Well, you know that's a that's a first you've heard that word out of those folks' mouth. Well, here recently. Well, I, uh, you know, to, according yeah. to them, RSS course, heard doesn't anything exist. Anything out of those guys' mouth to speak of. Yeah, you know, they don't. They don't. Have, RSS doesn't exist in their vocabulary. <laughs> Sean, c come on the come on the show and tell us, you know, yeah. what you're doing with APIs and and RSS and how those two are going to work together or or not. We'll be know, we'll because, be nice. Yeah, we'll be nice <laughs> and and I just you know I just want to hear your your thoughts and. Because in order for that to be something that uh, works for the industry, we got to start talking about it. Um, and if there's some benefit to do it, then that's great. But uh, it's going to be a hard road, though, honestly. Well, it, you know, I'm still sticking with the single feed, single show mentality. You know, there's at this point, there's not. Um, you know, I know that uh, certain companies in the podcasting space, you have a feed for every destination. That's, uh, you know, that's a that's a quagmire I don't want to get into. You know, if people want to do it, they can. And, you know, PowerPress allows them to do it within the actual, uh, you know, but I think it's uh, foolish 
at this point to be uh, creating multiple feeds. We're not at that point. If we do, we can shift, but uh, I just uh, don't see the need at this point. I I I think it's coming. Yeah, we'll see. That's my based on what I've heard. Well, you know, then what's going to happen is is there's going to be, um, it just we're just making it harder for the content creators. You know, but these companies are going to want to, you know, force you to take advertising out of your show or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. The reasoning that forces people to have to submit a different. You know, that's going to piss podcasters off. Well, it's going to be different uh, art art specs, different metadata um, tags. Like I said, that's different. all easily a, s- submitted within a single feed. You still don't have yeah, to break it, is. it out. Yeah. Most of the time, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll <clears throat> see. We'll see what happens. But uh, if these big companies want to push their, their weight around a little bit, they, they, they could easily uh, make a change to expect that. Well, then adoption's slower because then you have to, everyone has to um, rewire. And, you're, you know, you're relying on companies like me, like Libsyn, like, you know, the companies are out there to, uh, you know, re- retool our our uh, platforms to support them. Libsyn is already doing that, so. Well, the, the problem is, is their feeds, they have multiple feeds, but they're exactly the same fucking thing. They're no different. They're the same feeds, just a different URL. There's nothing different with the feeds. That's that's the bullshit. You know, you have, yeah, you got 20 feeds. They're the, exactly the same thing in 20 separate feeds. Well, the, the only thing that I I know is different is that uh, feeds that like go to TuneIn are 1,200 by 1,200 and feeds that go to Apple are 3,000 by 3,000 on that cover art. Simply covered by a tag. Not need it. You don't need twenty feeds. Yeah, yeah. It's not needed. Yeah. And tune in takes I mean, and tune in takes the regular art too. They take fourteen hundred by fourteen or three thousand by three thousand art. You don't have to have twelve hundred by twelve hundred right, art because they they uh, they realize that that's the only that's only right. way they can get the content. That's right. Things. So you don't have to have a special feed going to tune in. Yeah, that's true. God help you if you ever have to leave and then. Re, it's, it's just a it's an entrapment tool is what it is for a business model i knew you would go there todd it is it's it's all it is it's you know it's not needed <laughs> it's not yeah so say well, they can say what they want but that's exact it's a that's the ploy that's the business model if if i if i thought we needed to have separate feeds for every destination we would have long ago implemented it mm-hmm. well yeah, because then that's that's what the the expectations were. That's what the market expected. Well, the market isn't really expecting no separate feeds yet. Yet, and then when they do, you know, we can shift. But I, I, I don't think these companies are going to do it. I don't think so. You know, you got one one company that's doing this, and you've got I, I, I know of two that would like it. They've already expressed it. Haven't expressed it to us. They haven't reached out to us. I got seventy five thousand podcasters powering their podcast. So if they want it changed, have they have they said hello, Todd? Can you implement no. this? No, it's it's a future <laughs> thing. Yeah, well, 
Well, they better We're heading st- this direction. Of course, we heard that about a- APIs. Yeah, too, they right? better talk. They better start talking. You know, come on. My email's pretty public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is mine, yeah. You know, I just like, wow. I'm not know. hard to find. No, not at all. So. I did uh, three podcasts last, just this last week. I'm not hard to find. No, I did, uh, I had an interview. I, I just actually released a new uh, uh, episode of Podcast Legends with, um, oh my God, I'm pulling up, uh, Dave Slusher from Evil Dave, Genius. Dave yeah, Evil yeah. Genius Chronicles. Yeah, I had Dave on the the International Podcast Day uh, stream uh, last year. Oh. So I also yesterday did an interview with Don and Drew. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That article, that episode, if it doesn't do 50,000, it's <laughs> it's going to explode. It was, it was the best interview I've ever done. They are wonderful. Yeah. So they'll, I'll have their episode out next week. Um, but uh, Dave Slusher's interview is up. So I'm starting, you know, I'm getting through the frontline folks now, and then we'll start digging a little deeper into podcasters may not be as well known, but, uh, yeah, Dave's got a, got a great podcaster voice. Yeah, he does. You know, and he goes all the way back to August of 2004. So he, he, he basically started his podcast the same day daily source code started. Yeah. So I know he was actually before. Before me, yeah. yeah. So By he was just a couple of weeks, but yeah, yeah. So he was real, you know, real early, and then uh, a lot of these guys that were early, and he's still doing this show. Well, that, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, he doesn't do it as often. Thirteen but, years. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was teasing him. I said, Dave. I said, you know, I thought I was going to be able to claim the the longest running, uh, you know, podcast single show. And I said, but, uh, you, you know, you've got me beat by, you know, a month and a half. And uh, he laughed. And he says, well, actually, he says, I'm not the longest running. He said, the longest running is the Gilmore Gang. He says, they were, they actually had a syndicated RSS feed before he did. I was like, what? So Doug Gilmore K. Gang. Yeah, Doug K. was putting that show out on, uh, anyway. He, yeah, I still, yeah, I still, uh watch that show yeah so they were they were he says they were technically first um i was like wow um uh, so you know yeah, you should get uh, you should get steve gilmore on your yeah on your legends yeah show. that would be a good one to get because they were doing you know they were doing a show before podcasting but they just implemented the rss feed you know they they, they were one of those guys that transitioned didn't yeah. really transition, but just added the podcasting capability. Yeah, they uh, that show has our our Robert Scoble yeah on it every every week. It's actually part of the TechCrunch Content Network. Yeah, they started so, out with um, Doug K and his um, yeah. Oh man, what was the name of Con- Doug- Conversations Network? Yeah, yeah, Convers- and I had to get Doug K on too. Mm-hmm. No, it'd be to great him. to get Doug on. Yeah. He's heavy into photography now. That's his main gig. Yeah. He's retired. But yeah. um, no, the, it just, you know, and, and what's interesting is all, you know, the, you're talking with Michael Butler and then talking with uh, Dave Slusher, and then talking with Don and Drew. Not a lot of people want to talk too much about what happened at Podshow and Mevio. 
<laughs> yeah. There, there's not, there's, you know, Michael Butler basically said, I'll, I'll tell all when I'm on my deathbed for, for Pacho. It's Mina. all, it's all centered around Mr. Ron Bloom. Yeah. Mr. Uh, I, it's hard even to come up with a word to describe Ron. Yeah. Bloom. Yeah. Michael He's had classic whole old Hollywood hard ass business guy. Yeah. Michael had good things to say about Ron though. He said he's a, he's a wheeler and dealer. So, you yes. know, he, he had, yeah. yeah, he had good things to say about him. So, um, but I can just imagine between, uh, Adam and Ron Bloom, that was probably a, uh, dynamic relationship. Oh, I, I would imagine it was as well. <laughs> And I know why Weiner didn't get involved. Now I'm kind of getting the, you know, the clear picture here, why Dave stayed clear. I think it had been just Dave and um, Adam. It may have worked, but when Ron, you know, I think that was too much for Dave. Yeah. Um, at least that's my kind of, and I think Dave has said some stuff in the past, but I just, um, you know, and I don't have any direct quotes anymore because it's been such a long time, but you know, we're, they're bringing up stuff that, uh, uh, I mean, I just, if this has been like a trip down memory lane and for anyone that's around the space, you got to listen to the show. It's just, uh, it's got some perspectives in there that are, will do people well, a lot of reminiscing. It's, you know, maybe it's good for me. Maybe everyone else could give two shits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, um, uh, pr- probably a, a lot of new, new people in the space, uh, probably don't, don't care a lot about it. Um, there is a, a history and a lot of the things that happen today um, have happened in the past. Um, you can certainly learn from the past um, in this medium and apply it to the future. Yeah. Because um, a lot of things have been tried and then retried and then retried and, and people are scratching their head. Well, why didn't that work? Well, it's been tried like three or four times before. Yeah. And it didn't work three or four times ago. Now it, it it might because maybe the market or the situation is different now. Um, but there's a good chance that probably not too much different now. But I've, a lot of things in podcasting really haven't changed very much. No, no. But I'll be honest this uh, this show surprised me. It's 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 getting some legs. It's uh it's getting some numbers right off the bat that uh I haven't seen a show grow this fast since I started my Geek News Central podcast back in. 2004 it's great yeah it's exploding so and you know we'll see we'll see how it does if i can keep the hard part is just getting people scheduled it sucks i i feel sorry for you know rob i scheduling people's hard yeah it's really hard yeah i and i and frankly i'm not even really much trying anymore with this show yeah so to to schedule guests it's probably a good idea to kind of jump back in it but but certainly you know you know, let us know what you think if if we should bring on more guests or you just think it's fine just Todd and I talking. And I know we've gotten feedback from listeners to this show that they, they just like it's, you know, they prefer you and I talking yeah. than having guests on that kind of disrupt that conversation. One thing it's kind I, of like being a fly on the wall, right? Yeah. One thing, and like today I'm a little out of my element. My back is just freaking killing me. So I'm I should have took some uh, Tylenol or something before the star sh- show started, but um, I'm going to hire an assistant, Rob. So maybe, um, and it's a personal assistant for Geek New Central and this Legends thing I'm doing. So maybe we can use that person to help us run down some people to bring on the show too, as well. So, yeah. um, but I just need to, 
you know, every week I need to send out a couple of emails to and just ask. And even if they come in like the last half or something, they can, you know, we don't have to have them at the beginning. Well, I think we've, we've kind of juggled that in the past too. We've, we've wanted to maintain this kind of this back and forth conversation. Cause I think at times in the past we've, we brought them in and had a guest in here for the whole time. And we right. were like, get, get them out of here so we can talk about, <laughs> yeah. you know, this stuff you and I talk about it. Right. Um, cause it can be a little disruptive to have a guest in here between us. Yep. Well, so. we are at the bottom of the hour already. And okay. uh, just about good time, too, because I'll be honest with you, I, I need to get on a hard surface. It's what it is. I, since I hurt my back, if I don't uh, get floor time, and what I mean by floor time is laying on a hard surface, uh, I, I pay the price, and I haven't done that in two or three days, and I'm I'm paying the price right now. So, <laughs> Do you have a, a, a really good kind of lumbar support behind you there in your chair? I do, I do. But, uh, you know, once the, you know, I've got uh, hardware in my back, an H brace, oh, and oh, uh, if things get the, the 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 vertebrae is fused above and below, but if stuff gets a little cockeyed there, then it just I just got to get on the floor and I lay on the floor for thirty minutes and my back straightens out and the pain goes away. So uh, it's you know it's just self induced pain at this point. So uh, understand. Yeah. 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 Doesn't sound fun to me though. No, I, it's, you know, when you smash your L1 vertebrae, <laughs> um, it spent 13 days in the hospital. I, I'm lucky enough to have even walked out of the place. So, uh, uh yeah. but yeah, enough about my whining. <laughs> hey, if you've got comments on today's show, it's, uh, it could be taught at new media show. You can send an email there or, uh, reach out at, on Twitter at geek news. Of course, Rob, uh, give them your 411. Uh, you can send me an email, uh, rob at spreaker.com, or you can send it to rob at robgreenly.com, and that's with two E's. And uh, that's those are two great ways. If you want to send you know a written comment or question or any kind of suggestion, if you think things that we can do to improve the show. And I can also be reached um, uh, or, or watched on the podcast that I do, the the speaker live show at speakerliveshow.com and that's every Wednesday. So, and then I have a website and on, on Twitter all under my name. So the stats are showing it, uh, you know, we're close to 5,000 of you are listening. So we, you know, we, we definitely want to hear from you. So, um, yeah. And Todd, your, your, uh, your window is now lighting <laughs> up your head. It's yeah. It's making it through the slats up there and, and, in yeah. getting me right there so it, the it's it used to be right here but the earth has shifted a little bit so now it's in my forehead but <laughs> ah the earth it's the earth's yeah, fault the, the axis has moved and we're heading yes, in towards winter at least yeah, is it the, getting getting cooler there it doesn't change the temperature don't change here it doesn't it's well, like like a six or seven degrees variance it's you know well, you're 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 close to the equator there yeah so we get a little shift you know two or three inches on the window <laughs> oh that's it huh yeah. gosh <laughs> not All up right. there where you are where it's cold where it's yeah, getting it's, cold it's, and it's it's starting to get that way now yeah and i'm sure leaves are are, chain, are turning in parts of the country and uh yeah i guess i don't the only thing i miss is about uh leave raking is the smell of when you burn the leaves off of course now most people don't burn them off most people put them in a trash can and put it out for the uh 
you know, the green recycle. But uh, where I grew yeah. up, we burned the leaves. So something uh, about burning leaves, that's just, it, that tells you fall is here. <laughs> brings back memories. Yes. All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next week on the new media show. Everyone take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.